Warning! Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems including but not limited to impaired judgment, organ failure, projectile expulsion of Taco Bell, limp dick, distorted recognition of potential sexual partners, and poop. Lots of poop. Please enjoy this podcast responsibly. If you're happy and you know it, Papa Cook. If you're anxious and you know it, take a sip. Hey, 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 wobbly winos, and welcome to Why Why We're Whining, the holiday bender taking you on a wine adventure. Ooh, and I'm Tommy Lucas. And I'm Lucy Zuchaitis. And Lucy, what are we whining about today? Still holiday drinking. I love December. This is a really good month. Right? (laughs) Other than I hate the snow and I hate the cold, and every year I'm like, why do I still live in the fucking Midwest? But yeah, December. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement, and I love it when you can build up to the holidays with something like a boozy advent calendar. This is really providing a lot more excitement than I normally have. I can't believe we've never done this before. Well, we did discover that it's more of a recent thing in terms of the wine and the beer calendars and things like that. So I would say while we weren't the first ones out of the gate, we're not the last ones left behind either. Uh, Yeah. I would hope not when there's wine involved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, from what we've seen so far, I'm on for every single year. I know. So. I'm excited every time to see what's next. And tell really me what am. we're drinking today on day 12. Oh, it's me. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is the Ode Couple for now Pires. Did you just say furry penis? <laughs> I did not. That's what it translates to, right? Furry penis. Okay. I mean, we started with cock wine. I mean, I guess. Oh, full circle by day 12. <laughs> Sorry, I'll 12 stop. days of... Cr- yeah, that... That yeah. adds up. Okay. For now, Pires. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I hope I don't have to say that too many more times. <laughs> this is from Portugal. Portuguese wine has got kind of a little bit of a sordid history. Does it? It's traditionally pretty shitty wine. Oh. In recent years, okay. uh, there's been a lot of young winemakers and stuff that are trying to revitalize it and really kind of give it a brand new push. So the wine mm. that's turning out in recent years is much better, okay. but it has a reputation for not being the best. That's kind of been a theme of this advent calendar, too, is like a lot of wine from regions that are not necessarily known for stellar winemaking, but it's like they're giving a chance to these underdogs who really want to be better and succeed. I didn't put that together, but you're totally right. Thank you. Like our Bulgarian wines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm into that. I think that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. So the furry peanut, I mean, (laughs) for now, Pires. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. It is an aromatic white grape. Okay. This is unique to Portugal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's very versatile, yields all kinds of wine styles. Mm. We can get something dry, sweet, even sparkling. Oh, and I like this. It is a big part of beach culture. Surfers, beach bums, they like to have something to quench their thirst. Portugal's got a lot of beaches, so yes. that's pretty cool. So this is like refreshing beach wine. Okay. Which is where I would like to be right now. Yeah. So, um, Amen. A little bit about the process. Please. These grapes are harvested while they still retain a good amount of acidity to give us that freshness and vitality for beach wine. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Fermentation in closed-topped 
stainless steel tanks. Oh, speaking my language. Uh-huh. Preserve some of the spice aromatics. All right, for now, penis. Uh, and then they're aged in that stainless steel before bottling. Can we drink it? Yes. yes. I feel like we should be on the beach. Um, we do have a beach towel on our we do. table here, so. We can use our powers of counts. imagination. To... And this ring light feels like the sunshine. <sighs> mm, okay, this color. It's a little more straw-like than it looked in the bottle. Yeah, it definitely has a lighter golden color. Ooh. What do you smell? I'm getting citrus for sure. Definitely. There's a floral element to this yeah. too, big time. I don't know, but I would say like it's a common scent for a lot of white wines, but Gardenia. Oh, okay. Is, I'll give you, you know, that. Maybe like a little bit of honey. Yep, totally. I didn't uh, taste it in the other one or mm-hmm. smell it, but like this one smells nuts. a little nutty to me. The furry penis has got some nuts. Well, I guess it should. Do you smell it a little bit now? Yeah, I feel like I'm almost getting like a, like almost a cinnamon. Yeah, there is some sort of a spice thing Which here. could go with the nuts. Floral spicy nuts. Let's is taste this Is that your nickname in high school? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> okay, cheers. Cheers. I will say that the palate does kind of match the nose on this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cross-bearing flavors. I'm tasting less citrus than I smelled. I would agree with that. But it is still present. Uh-huh. And the citrus that I'm said. tasting is more orange. Do you sm- do you taste that orange? Totally. Honey, for sure. Uh-huh. Definitely getting that. That's funny that this is such a big, like, beach wine. I don't know that I would associate it with that. No. It's a little more round. I would not associate it with a beach wine either. Yeah. There is some acid in the profile, but it's not nearly as strong. I want my beach wines to have a little more minerality to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a super chugger. This is more of a sipper, but what's our ABV on this? Oh, um, oh, it's 12.5. Okay. I think it's the mouthfeel of it. And the spice content is tending me to think that it's less of a beach chugger mm-hmm. for me personally. Yeah. I still enjoy it. Yeah. I think this would almost go good with like a roast chicken. I was going to say poultry. Yeah. Or even like... Partridge. Oh, yeah. I think, like, or some duck, maybe? Oh, like a good sure. roast duck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had goose in a while, but maybe goose, too. I don't mm, know. Sounds good. I'll yeah. take it. No, this is good. And that's such a Christmas bird. We had it once. And Did it was you? not good. Oh, I don't think I ever actually have. It was super greasy. Oh, duck is rich. Yeah. Goose was gross. Not to mention, I see them eating their own shit all the time everywhere, and it doesn't make me want to eat them. I hate them in life. They're assholes. Oh, they're the worst. Like, truly evil, evil creatures. I know. I don't feel bad about throwing things at them. I know, but they'll attack you. Am I allowed to say that? And they have teeth. They're awful. I used to, like, run through a park that had a lot of them, and I would, like, put my keys on this lanyard and swing them around me. Because otherwise, there was no way to get through. No. It was very scary. And they're everywhere, too. Like, talk about the population needs to be thinned. Shit. So maybe everyone should eat a goose for Christmas and get them out of here. Well, if you do so, just make sure you drink some of the Ode Couple. Yes. Which, what an interesting name for the furry penis wine. Oh, I see why it says Ode Couple now. Oh, you didn't see the little guy, did you? I didn't. So it's this alligator. Speaking of furry penis. Right. (laughs) Stop talking about him like he's not here. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) And he's got a little furry feathered friend that's on yeah, his mouth there. Yeah. And they both look very happy. I get it. I, again, was inspired by the label. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Even though you didn't really see what it was, but that's cool. I just saw the largest thing, which was 
the, the crocodile. Right. There's actually a story about a Christmas crocodile. Oh, I don't know this. Did you know this? No. It's a children's book by Bonnie Becker. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. A little bit about her. She uh, has a degree in psychology and a degree in English creative writing. Mm-hmm. She kind of did every job under the sun. She picked fruit. She made ski goggles, was a waitress, clerk, store manager. And then ultimately she ended up being a children's book author. Wow. Um, she also says in her biography that she met a wonderful man in the vitamin aisle of a grocery store. <gasps> oh, my God. That was one of my meet cute dreams. To meet in a vitamin aisle? Not that specific. I just always wanted to, like, pick someone up in a grocery store. I just thought that would be a really fun, like, mundane activity to find a life partner. Do you often scout <laughs> grocery stores for potential partners? No, but someone did a few years ago actually approach me. Really? In one. And I was dating someone, so I couldn't really do anything about it. But I thought it was awesome. This guy just walked up and he was like, I- I'm sorry, I just had to come talk to you. You seem really cool. And I was madly trying to get stuff for Instacart. And I was like, oh, my God, this is one of my dreams, but I can't right now. (laughs) But check that off the list. There you go. Well, Bonnie Becker's living your dream. So (sighs) Bonnie. Anyway, back to the story that she wrote about the Christmas crocodile. Yes. I listened to a copy online of a woman reading it. It was very cute. I also feel like we in some ways are the Christmas crocodile. Let me tell you why. Oh, my God. Okay. When Alice Jane finds a crocodile under the tree on Christmas Eve, her family goes into an uproar. (laughs) The Christmas crocodile doesn't mean to be bad. Not really. But soon he's eating up Christmas. (gasps) So he's a little shithead, but he's kind of adorable. He's an adorable shithead. And he doesn't mean to be bad. Not really. He just just wants to eat. So he eats the dinner roast. He eats the the stove burner. (laughs) He even eats the Christmas tree. I've only done that once, okay? (laughs) And then all of, of course, her relatives have all these opinions about the Christmas crocodile. Like, Mm -hmm. he should be put in a zoo. Or like, he should be locked up. Or he should Mm. be whatever else. But she's like, maybe he just wants like a good home, you know? Someone wants to send him to Africa. Someone wants to put him in an orphanage. Oh my God, this does sound like you. I know, right? (laughs) People are like, what do we do with this asshole? (laughs) But then Alice thinks that the Christmas crocodile really deserves a real family. And she wants to find him a home. And she hopes that she and the family will survive until Christmas morning and that he's not going to eat them or the entire house. So she knows that it's not really realistic for her to keep him. Yes. But she wants the best for him. Yeah. The book itself, I thought, kind of was more a commentary on the adults in the world and life. Did it make you cry? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's pretty. That's a pretty hard sell. But it was kind of a commentary, I felt, on like what to do with unwanted guests at Christmas. Oh, like there was a nice little message. Send them to there. Africa. Or the orphanage, you know. Yeah. And actually, Bonnie was inspired mm-hmm. to write this story by uh, a hungry puppy that wiggled into her arms one Christmas morning. And she also based the evil family members that were talking about shipping <gasps> the crocodile to orphanages and stuff off of her brothers and sisters. Ooh, that's Filthy. harsh. Know, right? But <laughs> she's made enough off of this, I'm sure, to buy a new family. So One could only hope. Anyway, you can just get some furry penis wine and read all about the uh, Christmas crocodile. And uh, cheers. cheers. This has been a Tom C. Lucaitis production in association with Double Daddy Studios. Thank you for enjoying this podcast responsibly. Should we go for it? You have to finish your wine. Oh. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> it's like
what are we waiting going for? for? What are you doing? What are you waiting for, dumbass? Come on, we gotta record shit. <laughs>